are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Open your Bibles with me tonight to 2 Timothy, the second chapter. We're going to talk about rightly dividing the Word of Truth. You know, to understand the Bible, you have to have spiritual insight. The Bible is a spiritual book. Now, this is why that people can go to seminary, I started to say cemetery, seminary, and they can go for years and years, but unless they have the Spirit of God within them, they'll never be able to rightly divide the Word of God. That's why you have people that are highly educated in their minds and in their intellect, but their spirits are not educated. Therefore, they'll take the good news of the Word of God, and when they get through with it, it's bad news. I mean, all over again, man. I mean, I hear it every day on radio, and if you listen to radio much, you've probably heard some of it. They'll take some of the greatest healing scriptures in the Bible and preach sickness and suffering out of it. Because that's what they were taught. But notice here in 2 Timothy, the second chapter, verse 15, where Paul says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. That's what we want to talk about, rightly dividing the word of truth. Psalms 119, verse 130 says, the entrance of the Word bringeth light. Well, thank God the Word is filled with light. The entrance of God's Word does bring light. The Bible says God is light and in Him is no darkness at all. Now, we could learn some things from that by just give some study and meditation to it. If God is light and in Him is no darkness at all, then there was no darkness that came from God. And then sickness didn't come from God. Then evil things didn't come from God. But yet, you see, sometimes people will find one scripture in the Bible, and they'll get all bent out of shape over it because it says something. You know, over in Isaiah, there's a scripture that says, I, God, create evil. Well, now, that's contrary to everything else the Bible says. So don't be disturbed when you find one verse of Scripture that seems to say something that is contrary to all the attributes of God, because if you'll do a little study on that, and if you have a Dake's Bible, you can look it up what Finus Dake said about it, and I think he's probably one of the most educated men and had spiritual insight into many things, spent hundreds and thousands of hours studying the Bible. And he says concerning that, it could not mean that God created it. It only means that God allowed it. And this is where people get their philosophy of life warped. And if you believe that God created evil, then you will be crippled in life because you have an attitude that God's causing the evil, then how in the world can I pray against it, you see? But God did not create evil, and this scripture says, and I create darkness. Now, I had a friend of mine come to me one time. We were talking, just sitting around the table. He said, uh, well, where did darkness come from? 
And did the devil create darkness or did God create darkness? Where did it come from? And I'm just sitting there, you know, calling on the Lord some insight to it because some of these things kind of hard to explain, you know. And when he kept asking me and I had an inspiration of the Spirit, so I got up and turned the light off. And he said, turn the light back on. And uh, I turned the light back on. He asked me the question again. I got up and turned the light off. He said, I wish you'd quit turning the light off. I said, I'm answering your question. That's where darkness came from. When you turn the light out, it's dark. (laughs) Darkness is the absence of light. So when Satan turned from righteousness to unrighteousness, it was darkness. And it was evil. It wasn't a matter of creating it. It was a matter of something that happened. So don't get all disturbed because I read a pamphlet of an individual. Some individual sent me several things that he had written. But his whole ministry is based on what he says that God created everything that's evil. And that all evil comes from God. Well now, you know, you wonder about a guy like that. You're very suspicious about him. You know, if the devil had wrote that pamphlet itself, he wouldn't have changed a word. <laughs> so that's why the Bible said, study to show thyself approved. Now see, just with one verse of scripture, you could invalidate that idea that God creates evil. For God is light and in him is no darkness at all. James says, that every good and perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Every good and perfect gift comes from Him. There's not even a shadow of turning from that which is good and perfect. I like what Oral Roberts says. God is a good God. (laughs) No, He didn't create the evil. Now, because of His Word was out, He had to allow some things to happen. Because God's word was out. God told the children of Israel, if you get out from under this covenant, the curses are going to hit you in the face. And I mean the serpents will bite you and all these things will happen to you. Then, you see, it's unfortunate that it was translated that way in the Old Testament that God sent the fiery serpents. Now, it wasn't God that sent the fiery serpents. It was their disobedience that brought the fiery serpents. Ask yourself this, would the serpents have come if they had obeyed God? No. They wouldn't have been bitten. They wouldn't have died. They wouldn't have had that if they would have obeyed God. So that's what we want to talk about, rightly dividing the word of truth. Go with me to Matthew, the sixth chapter. Let's begin with verse 9, where Jesus is teaching his disciples to pray. He said, After this manner therefore pray ye, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Now that verse 10 there (laughs) is a powerful verse of scripture. That would prove to you most of the arguments of people concerning evil and sickness and disease in the earth as being the will of God, that would prove to you that it's not God's will right there. Because here's what Jesus said for his disciples to do. Pray thy kingdom come, 
Thy will be done in earth as the same as it is in heaven. Now ask yourself, how is it in heaven? Is there any sickness there? Is there any disease there? Is there any poverty there? No. That's a healthy place up there. That's a wealthy place up there. Man, I mean, the streets are not paved with gold. They're pure gold. They got gates up there that are made out of one pearl, 200 feet tall. Somebody said, can you imagine how big the oyster was? <laughs> That'd be hard to swallow, wouldn't it? <laughs> but now listen, he said, pray that the kingdom come, the will of God be done in earth as it is in heaven. And that tells you the will of God for the earth. That tells you God's will for this planet earth, that it be here the same as it is in heaven. Well, now somebody said, well, now if that were true, it would be that way. Well, I see, that's the kind of wrong thinking that gets you in trouble. Let me ask you another question. Is it God's will that any perish? No, it couldn't be because the Bible says not God's will that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Well, let me ask you one other question. Are there any perishing? Yes, every day. Not because it's the will of God, but because there's an illegal alien loose on this planet, killing, stealing, and destroying. And his name is Satan. He's illegal on this planet. But God's ultimate will is that it be on earth the same as it is in heaven. God fully intended for this planet earth to be a duplication of the planet heaven. That is still the will of God. Regardless of what happens on this planet, this is still the will of God, and he taught his disciples to pray that it would be that way. Now, that has to be the will of God. He wouldn't have taught them. Jesus would never have taught his disciples to pray against the will of God. So then, if there was no other verse in the Bible, this ought to prove to you that it's God's will for you to be healed, you to be delivered from sickness, poverty, and all the things that kill, steal, and destroy on the planet Earth. The will of God is that it be on Earth the same as it is in heaven. Isn't that good news? You see, God wants this planet Earth to be a duplication of the planet heaven. That's why he told his disciples here in Matthew, the sixth chapter, verse 9, After this manner, therefore, pray ye, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. God's will for this earth is the same as the will for heaven. But this earth fell. It fell. Adam sinned. He committed high treason. He turned his authority over to the devil. And the devil became what the apostle Paul called the God of this world. In 2 Corinthians 4, 4, Paul said, Whom the God of this world blinded the minds of them that believe not. So we're faced with rightly dividing the word of truth. Can you say amen? amen. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now our offer this week is DVD video, offer number 7881. It's entitled Scriptural Balance to Hard Sayings. 144-minute DVD for $24 plus $5 postage and handling. 
on scriptural balance to hard sayings. We see scriptures in the Bible that you read it and you think, well, now, wait a minute, that doesn't sound like God. For instance, let me give you an example. In Second Samuel 24, it says, And again the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel, and he moved David against them to say, Go number Israel and Judah. Now this says that God moved David to do that. But in the Hebrew, sometimes there was no verb for the allowing sense, and so it just says God did it. But then when we come to First Chronicles 21, 1, it says, And Satan stood up against Israel and provoked David to number Israel. Now notice, it changed it around. It's giving you more light. See, there's always a scriptural balance to hard sayings. And if you don't understand that, you're going to be misled by many things in the Bible because there's some things that you have to study to show yourself approved and find out what it's really saying there. Always back up and take a good look at whatever seems to be saying something that's totally out of God's nature of doing, and God certainly would not have kindled his anger against Israel if he had been the one that moved David to number Israel, but he had told David not to number Israel. So that'll help you understand what we're talking about on this DVD video. 7881 is the offer number, DVD 7881, for a total of $29 that includes postage. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. That's 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescapps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.